2023 is the year to set the captives free. Everybody say 2023. This is what the Lord says, Luke 4:18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor and he has sent me to proclaim freedom for those who are in prison. Did you know you can be living in prison and not be in jail? You can be imprisoned in your heart, mind, soul, and spirit. You can be on 24-hour lockdown emotionally and mentally, but today I'm telling you, you're going to be completely set free. This is what the Lord told me. 2023 is the year to set the captives free. Over a decade ago, God gave me a key, and the key unlocked the door to my God-given destiny. And this is what I want to talk to you about today. You can't change your past. It's history. But you can change your future because this is your destiny. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I feel like shouting right now. Joshua 6.16. Shout for the Lord is giving you the city. To God be the glory. And this is the provoking thought that I have for you today. What do you do when what you see doesn't line up with what the Lord said? What do you do when the Lord says you're blessed, but you don't feel blessed? You're stressed. What do you do when you want to have a baby, but the doctor said you can't have a baby? But what does the Bible say? What do you do... When the doctor says you have cancer, but the Bible says that by his stripes you have been healed. What do you do when you've been believing God for a promotion or a visa or a new place to live? What does the Bible say? When God hasn't been manifesting in the right way, what do you do when what you see doesn't line up with what God said. What do you do? In my studies the past few weeks, I've been meditating on this thought. So today I want to share a few stories, read a few scriptures, and pray for anybody that feels stuck in the middle of a storm. Everybody say stuck. This is a true story. God radically set me free from drug and alcohol addiction 20 years ago. On April the 30th, 2003, I got saved. And it was one of those services where the Holy Spirit fell. And I felt something that I never felt before. And it was the Holy Spirit. You know, He is the key. And I'm telling you, I had been a taker. Life had been all about me. And I wanted to give something to God. And I'll never forget, I was at Covenant Love in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and I took a little bit of money. And it was one of those churches where you wave your offering in the air like you just don't care, and then you slip out of your seat and you take it to the altar, and you slip it in a box. And this particular day, I put an offering. And in my heart, I had probably given money to the church. My mom and dad had given me money and I had dropped the money in an offering plate, I'm sure, somewhere along the way. But this was very significant because you can track a person's spiritual life 
by the offerings that they bring and the altars that they build. And for me, this was significant because God had radically set me free from drug and alcohol addiction and my nature had been changed. See, when you're born again, you get a new nature. The old is gone. Behold, the new has come. It's the nature of God on the inside of your heart. And so when I dropped that $20 bill in the box, there was a scripture engraved at the top. And it said Psalm 2.8. And I always say, when in doubt, whip the Bible out. I went back to my seat and I flipped to Psalm 2.8. And it said, ask of me and I shall give you the nations as your inheritance. The uttermost parts of the world is your possession. And I started praying this one simple verse. God, here am I. Send me. And I want to say today, find a promise and pray it. There's over six, 7,000 promises within the binding of the Bible. Find a promise and pray it. Because it was in this season that God used my pain as a launching pad for my purpose. It was in this season that God called me to preach. So I went to Bible school and began to prepare. After a few weeks, I got connected in a local church. Everybody say, get connected. And I started serving with the evangelism team. And it was amazing because this was my dream. I wanted to share the very thing that God did for me with the world. And I started sharing my faith, simple but powerful. And later, I had the opportunity to go to Cape Town, South Africa. It was my first international mission trip. And I'm going somewhere with this. But I had the opportunity to, to preach at a large, charismatic church in the middle of the ghetto. It was off the script. We were there for, wow, I don't know, 15 days. We were there for an encounter retreat. The men went first. The women went second. Two weekends. Powerful but a, an opportunity to preach came for me. And it was powerful. It was six, seven hundred people. It was my first missions trip. I was elated. I was excited. I was young. I knew just enough to make me dangerous. I was filled with the Spirit of God. I remember sitting in the car when everybody else went into the largest mall in Africa. And I, and I was sweating it out, praying and, and believing God for a, a mighty outpouring of His Spirit. I was in a little minivan. And I remember God laid Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8 on my heart. And the title of my message was, Look Up, Look In, Look Out. Isaiah looked up and he saw the Lord high and lifted up and he heard the angels singing, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty. And then he looked in and said, I am a man of unclean lips and I live among a people who are unclean. And then he looked out and he said, God, here I am, please send me. And I'll never forget preaching that message. The power of God fell, miracles broke out. It was powerful. I'm telling you, this was a monumental moment in, in, our, in my ministry. And stay with me, I felt like I should say this. this. There's something in the scripture called the law of first mention. 
It's a guideline that people use for studying Scripture. The law of first mention says that to understand a word or doctrine, or I want to say a destiny, you must find the place in the Bible that this word is revealed first. And as you study that passage, you'll find the clearest definition of the word because as you read or as you go, doctrines will continue to develop upon the foundation of that passage. So to fully understand an important, complex theological concept, students of the word are advised to start with the words of first mention in the scripture. And I say all of this to say that this is a key that will help you to unlock the next doorway to your destiny. Let me make it simple. You have to follow your history with God. You have to go back to the foundation of your spiritual life because this is the place that God begins to build who you are and who he has called you to be. The evangelistic anointing has always been a part of my DNA. When I retrace history with God, suddenly my faith is built for my future with God. Therefore, what I do when I see doesn't line up with what the Lord said. I have to take the time to remember where I came from because this is my foundation. And this principle will work for you. It's called the law of first mention, or as I like to say, the law of first manifestation. B.C., before Christ, I was a drug dealer. A.D., after my death, I became a hope dealer. Is anybody with me? It's crazy, after the service in South Africa, the spirit was poured out and the worship pastor, a French-speaking lady, came up to me and began to prophesy. And this is what she said, a great light has blinded me when you were preaching. And I said, what is that? And God said, that is my word on the inside of this man. When he stands up to speak for me, I shine my light in the room. But everybody wants to focus on the good part of the prophecy. In fact, I've always wanted to preach a sermon series on the buts in the Bible. She said, God is going to put this man in the oven and I'm going to turn the heat up, says the Lord. But if he stays in my word, I will bring him out and I will send him around the world preaching the gospel in various places. This is the tendency when we receive a prophetic word, we tend to put a date on what God said. I'm going to preach the gospel all around the world, but God is not bound by time. It took me 10 years to step into my destiny. Do you know why? Because God put me in the oven and he turned the heat up. Everybody say, get turned. I got turned by God and he removed the pride and all the impurities out of my heart during the process. What do you do when what you see doesn't line up with what God said? You stay in the word. I didn't say world. I said word. You've got to stay in the word. When the lady prophesied over me, I literally flew back to Bible school and all hell broke loose 
in my life, the birthmark of a believer is a bullseye on his back. And when you're living for the world, when you're serving yourself, Satan doesn't have to do anything. But when you resolve in your heart to reach for a higher purpose than yourself, suddenly the storm begins to rage. He tries to knock you off the stage. This is what he did for me, he tried to d dissolve my destiny. See, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The devil wanted me dead, and he almost succeeded. To make a long story short, God turned the heat up. It was so wild, I came back on a spiritual high, and everything was, was good. It was great. It was God. But he put me in a furnace, the fiery furnace of consecration. And I ended up in jail. I ended up in solitary confinement. All I had was a Bible and a blanket. And this always confused me. In America, we take the Bible away from the kids when they go to public school and we give it back to them when they go to jail. It doesn't make sense. A Bible and a blanket. But this is how you know when a word is anointed. This is how you know when a word is from God. You can't get it out of your mind. You can't shake it. You hear it everywhere you go. You see it on bumper stickers driving down the road. It's in your Instagram feed. The word follows you wherever you go. And this was my word. If you stay in the scripture... I will bring you out and you will preach the gospel all around the world and my righteousness will go before you and my glory will be your rear guard. Read John 15 this week. If you abide in me and I abide in you, ask whatever you wish and I will do it. Do you want to know your future? Read the Bible. Do you want to hear from God? Open his mouth. Does God have laryngitis? No. Many times we're not, we're not listening. There's weapons of mass distractions in the world, but Jesus alone holds the words of life. What do you do when you can't hear God? You read God. So I grabbed a hold of God because I wasn't playing games. And here's where I wanted to be. I became a man that was in and out of the word and in the world. In the world, back to the word, back and forth. I was sitting on the fence. This is the worst place to be because it hurts. And later, God told me if I got high one more time, I was in and out. Long story made short, I made some bad choices. I was in a relationship that I was not supposed to be in. And I was going back and forth, back and forth. And God told me if I got high one more time, I would die. And it literally scared the hell out of me. I went on a 21-day juice fast. And from that season forward, I have been free, free. I've been free from drug and alcohol, worry, anxiety, greed, jealousy, pornography, you name it. When I was baptized again in the Spirit, everything changed. Plato said the greatest victory is to be freed from yourself. When I got free from myself, I got free from the fear of people. I got baptized in the Spirit of I don't care what other people think. I don't care what they say about me. I'm telling you 2023 is the year to set the captives free. And you know that was years ago. But when God brought me out of the oven, He set me on fire. 
And nothing has changed because when you walk through the fire, you're not burned because when fire meets fire, it only intensifies. 2020 free. Why did I share this story with you today? Because there was a season of 10 years that what I saw really didn't line up with what the Lord said. I knew what God called me to do because I remember the law of first mention, the law of first manifestation. And I got stuck in a storm. And I could tell you so many more details. God ODs on the details. He knows your name. He knows your pain. But this is what I learned. There's a stream that wants to bubble up on the inside of you today. And he wants to bless you beyond your wildest dreams. Five things really fast. Get a word from God. Write the vision down. You know what you're supposed to do. You know where God is calling you. Disconnect from the world. Don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? James 4, 4, throw off unforgiveness. Hebrews 12, 1, throw off everything that hinders. Never forget the first time I went to India. I'll be going back here in a few weeks. The first time I went, I drug two 50-pound suitcases from Raleigh-Durham to Nagaland, India. It's a long ways. And I thought, I will never do that again. Now I take a really small suitcase. Listen, you can't carry those things. I'm telling you, Jesus wants to set you free. Throw off Everything. If you want to travel far, you have to travel light. Number four, persevere in faith. The Bible says through faith and patience took me 10 years to step into this word. We inherit the promises of God. Hebrews 6, 12. Throw it off. Persevere in faith. Number five. You have to develop a heart of gratitude. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Psalm 100 verse 4. Some of you have been waiting, waiting, waiting. And it's so easy to focus on what God is doing, doing, doing everywhere else. But listen, you can celebrate the success of other people. Why? Because your time is coming, coming, coming. Develop a heart of gratitude. What you do for others, God will do for you. These are five simple steps. If you're stuck today, I'm telling you, God is getting ready to to bless you beyond your wildest dreams. 2023 is the year to set the captives free. Get excited. If what you see doesn't line up with what God said, celebrate. Because something good is coming your way. Get a word from God. Stay in the word. But if he stays in the word, maybe you're in the fire today and it's hot and you don't understand. The world is beating you down. Disconnect from the world. Throw off unforgiveness. Throw off everything that hinders. Persevere in faith, and stay humble with a heart of gratitude. 
I hope this blesses you today. Five simple steps to see the manifestation of what God has said. Isaiah chapter 61. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. And He has sent me to set the captives free. Heavenly Father, to the person today that is listening to this podcast and they've been struggling, maybe they're not in jail, but they are in prison to some begetting sin, maybe someone that harmed them as they look in the rearview mirror of the past. They see pain, they see shame, they see regret, they feel condemnation. There's a key, and it's in their pocket. And I believe that that they have access to this key through praise and worship. I just pray they would lift their hands to heaven, and they would open their mouth, and they would begin to thank God. Not maybe where they are, but where they have came from. Listen, you may not be where you want to be, but you're not who you used to be. So lift your hands today and begin to praise the mighty name of Jesus. This word Jesus has has everything you need. He is the the brighting morning star. He is the alpha and the omega. He is the beginning and the end. He's the the lily in the valley. He's he's the one that has never left you nor forsaken you. He is your provider. He's your healer, your deliverer. He's the one that has the capability to provide for you though you see no way out of the condition that you are in. I'm telling you, He is peace. He is everything. It doesn't matter what you need. If you lift up your hands today and you begin to praise Him with everything, something will shift and something will change. I'm telling you, it's a key. You can walk out of that that prison today. You can step into your purpose. I believe that there's more in store for you. Let's keep walking together on the word out of the world. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Mm-hmm.